I'm just going to say that and slowly walk away. The show starts now. On behalf of our constituents, on behalf of the American public, for everyone who's pissed about being misled by Adam Schiff and his cohorts hiding in the bunker of the Capitol basement, using you to lie to our constituents, release the darn transcripts. Let's have a conversation about substance. Because I'll tell you what, you lost the conversation about process. You're losing the conversation about process. Bring it on about substance, because our president was right in being concerned about corruption. Our president was right in wanting to look into interference in the 2016 election. And the president of the United States is right to be concerned about a corrupt foreign company run by a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch hiring, hiring the son of the vice president with no, Ukra with no energy experience, no Ukraine experience for at least $50,000 a year, $50,000 a month. And then the vice president of the United States, who was literally the most conflicted person out in the Obama administration to be running point with Ukraine goes over to Ukraine and threatens the loss of $1 billion if they don't immediately fire the prosecutor who had an open investigation into Burisma and Zolchevsky. And I don't believe that Zolchevsky, Burisma, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden should be immune from scrutiny just because Joe Biden is running for president. And if that's not illegal, it should be illegal. And never again. Amen to that. Uh, hi, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I have Uncle Milty with me. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. And I've got, uh, well, we had Dr. Pesta with us uh, in the last hour. If you didn't catch that, you'll catch that on podcast later on today. Uh, so grateful for you listening in. Go to katedalyradio.com. Make sure you're sending me emails. I love your emails, by the way. Um, guests that you'd like to have on the show. And, uh, of course, uh, you know, we're kind of open to, to anything. In fact, I did announce a new segment I'll be doing every Friday, the last 10 minutes of the week the last 10 minutes of the show and I'll be reading uh, your submissions on air and it's called a view from the 80th floor or whatever floor you happen to be on whether you're 68 years old or 80 years old or 90 years old or uh, or whether you're 20 um, I want to hear some uh, wisdom from you it could be questions wisdom um, what you're thinking uh, I want to I think this is a great way for the audience to be able to um, to get from other audience members what we so sorely are lacking in and that is a lot of wisdom and uh, a lot of life lessons and something to end the week on that really can help us all. And I'm open for that. I hope you are too. Send those submissions uh, of you from whatever floor you're on age-wise. Um, and you can include your name or a pen name, uh, whatever you'd like me to read on air. But have it be about four or five paragraphs, by the way. Uh, limit it to that and uh, and make sure that you're sending them in so I can read them. Uh, I love these and I'll read it on air. And uh, I think this is a great way to share uh, wisdom between us. Um, send it to Kate at katedallyradio.com. And by the way, make sure you're going to the website, katedallyradio.com. Uh, you'll find balance of nature there. And you'll also find that you can get the most savings right now, 35% off. Yeah. Just by putting in the code Kate, this is the best supplement. Uh, this has everything in it. I hunted and searched and searched. You know how I love research. And I found this supplement and I'm telling you, this is the one it's got everything. It's got 11 servings daily of fruits and vegetables 
vegetables. You can take a couple capsules of fruits and a couple capsules of vegetables and begin your day. And I am telling you, you will feel the difference. After about two weeks, you will feel that your start your skin, your hair, everything, sleeping a little better. It really does affect so many things, your health. Um, and not to mention, um, if you have inflammation or anything like that, you have got to be on a supplement. All of us do. Make sure you're getting Balance of Nature. Go to balanceofnature.com. Put in the code Kate. Um, just kind of, just again, with this whole Ukraine thing, just like the whole Russia hoax, just like everything, everything that these progressive leftists touch that has all emotion, nothing, no evidence, no anything under it. Biden committed a crime. Biden held a billion dollar loan over Ukraine's head if they went after his son, who, by the way, was making money uh, from a company in Ukraine. They were investigating it and he held a billion dollar loan over their heads and did it publicly and admitted to it and even boasted about it and said, and call Obama. You know, you can just call Obama to back me up Um, when he was vice president. He's boasted about it because Trump looked into it. This is what is behind the whole Ukraine mess. and the whole Ukraine, it's not even a Ukraine anything, really, because it's Trump trying to get to the bottom of that. Well, this thing's been so convoluted. You, you just said just because Trump looked into it. Yeah. Actually, that's not what he even asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He just said if they're what, you know, <laughs> yeah. you've, you're the new president. Right? You might not be aware of everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of corruption. You should sure. look into it. Yes. Not my opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's really convoluted the way they've twisted this. Yeah, too. you're right. No, but, I'm, I'm glad you said that because you're absolutely right. And uh, so it's even worse. <laughs> Biden commits a crime. Trump makes a call to the new president about it, um, and uh, and and this is why we're impeaching a president. Um, why are there no allegations against Hunter against Biden? Against, my gosh! It, it looks to me almost as if you know uh-huh. Biden made that statement mm-hmm. where he confessed mm-hmm. on the air on I video. I played it several times on the yeah, show. Mm-hmm. He confessed, right? And the Democrats immediately said, "Now we're going to have to project this onto the president somehow," <laughs> because if yeah. they hadn't, mm-hmm. what would have been the argument? Because Biden's argument all right. along has been, "What I did doesn't matter. Let's look at what the president did." Right, right. So I I think they intentionally did it this way just to take the heat off of Biden. Yeah, yeah. And, and, And the problem with this in general, I mean, take the parties out of it. You have a problem with how people are are justifying the use of this kind of process, mm-hmm. and that will um, that that is certainly the biggest problem that we have as Americans. Because if we are looking at this process and thinking that this is okay, um, <laughs> uh, what's gonna what what happens now to the future? What what happens? We'll never have we'll never have a sitting president. We'll never have a sitting president for any length of time because it'll become all party politics. You can get him in and out, in and out, in and out. That's going to be a, a huge problem. Um, there's just a lot of problems with the way, the way they're processing this. Even worse, legally, if they got away with this in the future, mm-hmm. they would actually 
pick their running mates based on who they want to be president when the president gets kicked out of office. Yes, you're exactly right. They call it presidential insurance. Yes. It is. The, the VP has always been known as the insurance to right, the president, right? Right, but this would be a little bit it, different it of a situation. Be. It would be. Um, yeah, you're exactly right about that. It's really scary, actually. And it's because the, all these proceedings wanting to be done in secret, um, you know, everything to be done in secret. It's okay if you feel like the president's done something and you want to investigate. That's why that was written That's in. Right. It's okay. But to do all of this in secret, to not have the evidence, to not have any evidence, um, this is the saddest part, I think, of this whole process is doing it in secret. So You know, a lot of people vote for the president without mm-hmm. really considering much about who his vice presidential running mate is. Mm-hmm. But that's going to become a real issue if this continues in this direction, because the plan may be we know you'll vote for this guy for president, but Mm -hmm. who we really want is this guy. And this guy will get knocked off. So this guy, yeah. And so when the president gets elected, right away they start getting rid of him with some fake impeachment deal. Mm -hmm. Yep. They don't. They can stop killing him that way. Right. Right. Because you know, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about Soros's group. Wanting um, to be behind Nancy becoming president as Speaker yeah. of the House, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and then we have another problem. Then what does that position become? She's already going around the country dealing in foreign affairs. She has absolutely no right to do that. Nope. Um, as being a House member, she has no right, no authority whatsoever. But she grants herself the authority. Then what happens to the position of Speaker of the House? I mean, it becomes a very viable way to the White House. I mean, we're this is this has so many problems attached to it. The way they're the way they're doing it, sickening. It really is. It's sickening. Um, two cases, um, Schaefer Cox, uh, those hearings opened up today. And I know you, if you've listened to me for, for some time, I have followed the Schaefer Cox story because this was a guy who was basically, a, he's a constitutionalist. And they stuck, uh, the FBI stuck some people on him to try and get him to to say uh, things about, um, about talking about, um, you know, having some kind of attack and doing all of these things. He never really did actually say anything to that to that regard but they were able to put him in prison for 28 years and and so he's been in a lengthy lengthy prison sentence it's been cruel and unusual punishment it's been awful and he's ba- back in a hearing right now to um, to uh, to basically uh, call this out and try to get him released this is a man that should have never been in, in prison and is the, the whole case is so sad to me I've read through the entire case. it is just the saddest thing that it got to where it got to um, and so I just want everybody to know, I'll kind of keep people up on that because uh, those proceedings started and you just can't believe what the informants were rewarded with. The whole thing was a nightmare case Um, and it was on based on nothing. Um, And then also Gallagher, I followed the Gallagher case because I had his wife on the air um, when he was imprisoned and Trump actually made him a chief again. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Remember the seal uh, yep. that went to trial? Okay. Uh, it was going to, you know, it was going to trial. And, and anyway, yep. Made him a, a Trump made sure to uh, restore um, his pay grade to chief petty officer, overriding a decision by Navy's top admiral, both Navy Times and, uh, and it was, it was, uh, well, Navy Times was definitely reporting this. Um, but I just wanted you guys to know that that's where that case lands now. And against him was a charge, you know, that, that, 
some of the people under his command had witnessed him um, putting a knife into an ISIS guy as the guy was dying. And that's what landed him in the brig. And so I just, you know, Trump was influential in in getting that um, the fact that they were hiding hiding stuff in the courtroom. They were uh, just doing some crazy things. And and so it, it resulted in his exoneration, but also the reward was getting him back to um, to, to chief petty officer pay. That's you good. know, that's a huge, if you're a military person, that's mm-hmm. a huge story. Yeah. The chief right. of naval operations, yeah. Admiral Mike Gilday, issued his final decision on the trial, mm-hmm. upholding the guilty verdict and the demotion from chief petty officer to first class petty officer. Which would reduce his lifetime pension. Right. And for the president to override the chief of naval operations is huge. Kind of crazy. And they were talking about the fact that this president recognizes the injustice of what happened. You train someone to go fight, kill the enemy. They go kill the enemy the way someone doesn't like. And then we put him in jail or throw the book at them. Um, So this has been an interesting case. And in talking to his wife, that was also, it was heart-wrenching at the time. I mean, what her family had gone through, the way that... That so many cops had shown up to her home, made her boys stand in the road for hours on hours on hours. I mean, just just to even take him down, you know, this whole kind of, of thing surrounding this case. It was pathetic. It was pathetic. And so I was glad to see that uh, that actually Trump intervened on that. Good. Good on him for doing that. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. We'll take your calls to 888-673-1450. Happy to take your calls when we come back. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. Bedrock Quartz selection of 100% natural stone countertops are organic and quarried directly from the earth with no fillers, additives, or byproducts. We pride ourselves in having products that are durable and can handle high Hot pots, pans, and spills without destroying the integrity of the stone. Our natural stone countertops will last a lifetime, and the pricing is competitive. The quality, top-notch, and the service, excellent. For beautiful quartz, granite, or marble countertops that are built for your future, call Bedrock Quartz on Riverside Drive today or bedrockquartz.com. Hi, this is Ed Baca. It's an honor and a privilege to serve on the St. George City Council. I'm pleased to be able to report to you that St. George City continues to maintain tradition.
traditional values, is up to date with valued public health and safety standards, and is actively engaged in preparing for the future needs of our citizens. With your support, I will continue my unending efforts to make St. George a clean and safe place to live and raise your family. Please vote to re-elect Ed Baca, St. George City Council. Paid for by committee to re-elect Ed Baca, St. George City Council. We're here with Katie from Nielsen RV. Katie, it's time for the holidays. Chris, you know what that means. You're going to have plenty of visitors around the house. I've got an idea. Get an RV from Nielsen RV so those holiday visitors have a nice, comfy place of their own. Yeah, with Nielsen RV, you'll get the biggest selection and a great deal. And after the holidays, you and your family can use that new RV to make some awesome memories out camping. That's Nielsen RV on State Street in Hurricane, off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag in St. George, or online at NielsenRV.com. There's a discount with over 15 years in the making. It's Employee Pricing Plus at Stephenway Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. We're stacking them deep and selling them cheaper. How about up to $18,000 off a new 2019 Ram? We've got over 150 new 2019s Dodges, Jeeps, Rams, and Chryslers at historically low employee-only prices. We'll meet or beat any Vegas, Salt Lake, or Idaho deal. You've got it made at Stephenway. See dealers for details. Hi, I'm Dr. Plum. I recently attended a continuing education course where the presenter asked a room full of dental professionals how many of us had flossed the night before. Only about half the attendees raised their hands. I learned that knowledge may not be the best motivator. So what will motivate you to start working toward that healthy, beautiful smile? A special anniversary or a new relationship? Maybe an upcoming reunion or a child who looks to you as an example. Whatever inspires you to go to the dentist, I hope I see you at Plum Dental. Check us out at PlumDental.com. This is Morgan Gubler with Cash Valley Bank. I know banks can seem like they're all the same. A lot of them seem faceless to me, too. That's why I've spent my whole career where I've spent my whole life, where I can put a face to every name that I serve. I've known most of my clients here in Washington County for a long time, and I enjoy getting to know those I don't know already. If you want a loan for your business, I won't just give you a phone number to call or a website to visit. Meet me in my office, or I'll go to you. To me, banking is a relationship business. I build relationships with my clients and learn how their businesses operate so that I'll know how to help. I couldn't be prouder to be spending my career with Cash Valley Bank, offering all our clients quality customer service. Mountains away. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Ah, I feel good. I knew that I would not. I feel good. I knew that I would not. Ah! 
Welcome back. <laughs> there is something to feel good about. We're going to talk about that. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. And, of course, I've got Uncle Milty with me on a Monday. Um, big thank you to Dr. Duke Pesta for joining us in the last hour. If you didn't get that hour, you'll get it on podcast uh, when we're out. Uh, the show has uh, the show is recorded onto podcast, and you can actually listen to that. All you have to do is go to katedalyradio.com and scroll to the bottom, and you'll find the podcast um, from uh, that day or the previous day. I welcome you. And uh, we are also on iTunes and all kinds of different uh, outlets. Uh, there's many, many places to find us, too. All right. So, jeez. Um, <laughs> oh, it's just getting crazy. Um, where to start? Well, um, which one do you want to talk about? Which one do you want to talk about? The, the first thing I want to mention, because I think this is important, mm-hmm. is is uh, the illustrious Joy Behar <laughs> has come up with some advice that I think all politicians should listen to. Because everybody should listen to Joy Behar, Yeah, right? I mean, she's, she's an expert in many areas, but politics especially. <laughs> so she has advised all political uh-huh. candidates right. that if their intention is to take the country's guns away from the people, People, mm-hmm. They should wait until after they're elected to say anything about it <laughs> <laughs> and then begin wow. to wipe their behind with the Constitution. Wow. What a master plan that's been working for quite a She's while. She's brilliant. <sighs> wow. Um, yeah. Why do they keep shoving the microphone in her face? I don't know. It's like her, Adam Schiff, Pelosi. I mean, these are the people they keep shoving the microphone in their face as if as if anyone cares. It, it's it's the she mo- makes top news. The more stupid you are, the uh-huh. more the more you get televised. I know. I know. Well, let me let me say this: something good is happening, and that you know it's hard to it's hard, actually hard to say that once in a while. So let's give a let's give a nod to this. Um, Trump is uh, pulling out of the unconstitutional Paris Climate Agreement. Um, Stephen Baez wrote a great piece on this, um, and he said, considering that President Donald Trump has been quite vocal in his intentions to withdraw uh, the United States from the Paris Climate Agreement, which has been accepted as binding on the United States by then President Barack Obama. And all of his criminal um, acts that he did as president, Obama. Um, speculation is now that he will do this. Now, this was two days ago. And then, of course, today, uh, front news, uh, front page news is um, that uh, actually Pompeo is announcing that, yes, we're starting that process. It takes about a year. A year. Yeah. Huh. Uh, it'll yeah. be actually the day after the election. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. But the. Takes about a year to unwind this, I guess, is and what they're saying. Yeah, and we're going to be the only country not participating. Good. Yeah. <laughs> now, participating yeah. in the Paris uh-huh. Climate Accord right. has a lot of different meanings to different countries. Mm-hmm. Like China's participation is. We don't have to start doing anything until the year 2050. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're, they're participating. Yeah. Right, right. There's a lot of that. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. There, so there was a, uh, they said there was a three, because of the terms of the agreement that Obama signed on to, they said there was a three-year moratorium on it. You couldn't get out. And then under the terms of that agreement, Trump can pull the United States out uh, following one year's notice. Trump can start the process of withdrawal with a letter to the United Nations. And then if Trump were to invoke that part of the deal and withdraw today, the United States would exit the deal the day after the 2020 presidential election. So not surprisingly, officials associated with the Obama administration are expressing opposition 
probably Greta. She's probably with her little finger of of shame, <laughs> trying to shame people. Anyway, this whole thing is so ridiculous and sickening and sad um, that uh, that you have these people that are trying to keep us in there. But uh, mm. but yeah, but he's actually trying to now get us out from what they're saying, um, and that uh, let's hope it let's hope it happens. You know, it's just funny the way they word it. He's going to try to get us. Mm-hmm. All he has to do is say, we're out. Yeah. There's no try to it. Yeah. What yeah. are they going to do? Sue us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is kind of interesting that it's the day after the election that, that we're actually out. But um, but anyway, I mean, we could go 10 ways on this. Yeah. But you know what, though? It is it is nice to see um, if this is actually happening, if it's happening the way we're told, then it's nice to have a president that would pull out of that considering that a lot of the other presidents would be heavily involved in this and would want us in this and it's atrocious so i'm glad i'm glad oh, to see trump I'm glad too. expressing his opposition to it now let's hope we're actually out of it i just think it's funny that they speak yeah. about these things in a way that seems to say we that we somehow can give our sovereignty away mm-hmm you yeah, know, yeah. I because mean, that's basically what that means. If we couldn't pull out when we wanted to pull out with a new president, why do we have sovereignty? Why should yeah. we even have to wait a year? Exactly. Why, why can't we yeah, just say, right. you know what? We just changed our minds. Yeah, you know, we're done. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, sue us. Right. <laughs> like what? Yeah. What's what's what, holding that uh, what, back? What would be their loss mm-hmm. <laughs> that they would sue us no, for? That's a great point. Yeah. It's a great point. I don't know what 5D chess is going on, but it's a great point. And um, let's just hope. Let's just hope because, I, you know, it, there's something about that. Um, the other there was a couple of things I wanted to mention. Um, and that was, uh, you know, the Terminator movie. The new movie is doing really poorly. And they're well, saying <laughs> they're saying that this was predicted because of the pretty much f- female lead cast, and this has happened to several movies where they actually have not done as well as they probably could have. Ocean's Eleven, uh, Ghostbusters bombed. Um, Ocean's Eleven, people were kind of unimpressed with that movie. Um, They do have plans for a new female 007 in the next, uh, black female 007 in the next James Bond movie. And then, of course, the female Thor um, is coming. And these movies, uh, like The Terminator, the newest one, um... People do not like rear-end kicking ladies as much as they like to see the traditional male cast in these kinds of movies. And I I wonder how far Hollywood has to drop in order to figure that out. And I'm kind of glad that it's happening. I'm kind of glad that these movies are bombing because I think that the whole notion behind it, the whole premise behind it is so ridiculous that these women are trying to prove all of these things. And we have new heads of of the um, movie companies that are trying so hard to shove this down everybody's throat. I'm so glad it's failing. It's great. And then what's going to happen to the Thor movie in the in the next James Bond movie? They'll fail miserably, too. Of course. They, I mean, there comes a point where you've lost your audience. Anyway. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. Schwarzenegger hasn't been a movie star, really, for 20 years now. Yeah, yeah. And he looks it. 
<laughs> he does. You know, he looks like it's a like caricature some, yeah. of the old Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> it's kind of like Stallone when you're sitting there analyzing right. the plastic surgery more than you are just taking him in as a character. Exactly. That might offend one or two of you, but it's true, though. I mean, I, I'm sitting there analyzing his face, and I want to put it up against a picture of him 10 years ago. That's not good. Well, they all want to be like the Star Wars franchise, and that's a one in a I million know. shot. I, yeah. I still wonder how that happened, but it, it still mm-hmm. attracts people. Yep. Uh, the new message is uh, go woke, go broke. <laughs> um, trying to um, really doing everything they can and putting a lot of money behind it. These female casts and these female casts are not drawing in. The audience, they're just not doing it. Yeah, it's, it's really hard for people who mm-hmm. like masculine, male Lead, heroes. because that's how it should be. Yeah, for you a know, woman to come sorry. in and do that. I, I mean... I know. And they I, have a part to play. I, <laughs> he says that smiling. You know, um, I, I, I love talking with, with strong women, but I love talking with strong women that get it. And I, th- these women don't get it. These women just don't get it. And no wonder they're losing their audience. The original Terminator movie mm-hmm. had an extremely yeah. strong woman in it. Yeah, but it played second to the guy. Well, the guys, that's too bad. Exactly. So the guys went to see the guy. Yeah. They're not going to see a woman cast. But they liked her part. <laughs> yeah. She played yeah. a great part. She did play a great part. And then when they when they came back, they had to make her the story. Yeah. That was the problem. And so, you know, of course they're losing their audience. But this, uh, they, they when, when, when Ocean's Eleven did that too, you know, it was a decent movie. I saw Ocean's Eleven reboot with all females and, and it was decent, but it, I didn't walk away going, oh yeah, you got to go see that movie. You saw it? I did. I did. I did. I had to rent it. I didn't want to go spend money on it um and then um also ghostbusters failed miserably you know it would have anyway but but ghostbusters female who wants to see not not even me and i'm a female see that's what i'm saying is not only do they lose the male audience they're losing the female audience too because there's a lot of females that are going "Uh uh-huh yeah because they know how many special effects and how many things have to go in if you think about it uh you've got a female thor coming out who's tiny by the way I, it just doesn't, there's no, there's nothing in that that you could even equate to even trying to make that into a movie that makes sense. So, sorry. And I know women hate to hear, some women hate to hear this, but too bad. Uh, these movies won't succeed. They never will. And these um, ridiculous movie people will, um, will, will tank it. It needs to be tanked, though. It's kind of like Hollywood, movie industry, and the banks. They need to have their day. They need it to come apart because if they don't, they'll never, ever, um, they'll never, ever get back down to what they should be. And, you know, as a society, we need to actually sort of applaud that this is going on because they they are they have gotten so far and above and beyond their own messaging, what they're even about anymore. They're they're on planet Z. Nobody even knows what they're doing anymore. So I hope they fail. I do. It's funny that this came up because uh-huh. the other night Judy and I were watching something, and the remake now of Charlie's Angels is on. Well, of course, it and is. of course in yeah. this remake, Charlie's not a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of I, course, yeah. On. No, it's getting ridiculous. I'm surprised it's not a dog, because that seems to be the new industry lead uh, is animals. But, you know, on that, too, why did people watch Charlie's Angels? 
It wasn't because they were trying to be the kick butt character. They were just sexy. And yes. so the guys watched them because they were sexy, but they were still female. Right. And now we're turning the females into Men. males. And <laughs> no wonder there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You have about a minute. Go right ahead. Hey, I was just going to add to the thing about the female cast and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think that these things, it's a major issue with the writers because they're writing mm-hmm. male roles for females. They're yeah. writing females like males. And yeah. That's the problem. Right. There's some female things that they go, like Laura Croft. Yeah. yeah. That made a huge amount of money, fun movies, everything else, but it sure. was written for a female. You're right. I think that's the issue is they're trying to kind of gender bend and there's no reality to it. You have to have some kind of... <laughs> Yeah, reality in a movie, or it doesn't go well. That's, that's yeah. my two cents. I don't. You know, I love I'm fine your two with cents. Leads and everything like that. But. Yeah, you made the perfect point, though. You're right. They yep. are writing into making them male females. So, yeah, you're exactly right on that. Thank you. I love the point. That was great. Yeah, I think another problem is, mm-hmm. is that Hollywood doesn't have any very talented writers anymore either. Yeah. So they're doing a lot of remakes of old stuff. <laughs> they really are. Because then they don't have to have a writer. Yeah. They said they are having a hard time competing with Netflix. So, so they only are going for the big gun movies, you know, the the James Bond, the Thor, mm. the Marvel, because they can't compete with with mega with Megaplex. That's or I'm sorry, with Netflix. That's why we were talking last week just a little bit about the fact that are we seeing the end of going to the movies? Will yeah. we not be going to the movies very much longer just because they cannot uh, can't, they can't keep this pace up? They're failing all the time. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. I want to get your comment. I want to get your comment. And I'll take your calls to 888-673-1450 on a Monday. Be right back. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely Completely. Call in the next three minutes and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. You want your message to be seen. Uh, What you doing? Making our sign. Green markers (laughs) on an old cardboard box. I don't think that's going to work. So you try again. Look at this. How about this one? I don't think that's going to work either. Rainbow Sign and Banner. For banners, signs, vehicle wraps, and service. Done fast, done right. Rainbow Sign and Banner. 
Hi there, Southern Utah. My name is Greg MacArthur, and I'm running to serve as your representative on the St. George City Council. I'm a fifth-generation St. George native, and like all of you, I absolutely love our community. As your city council representative, I will bring with me a fresh set of eyes to the council with new ideas and solutions for our community's challenges. I bring a well-educated and experienced view of our city and an excitement and energy to roll up my sleeves and get to work. I invite you to get to know more about me and my experience, along with where I stand on the issues, at my website, gregmacarthur.com. And I'm asking for your vote on Tuesday. Tuesday, November 5th. Best inventions of all time? The wheel, obviously. Cheeseburgers, no-brainer. And, of course, Tempur-Pedic mattress technology. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Save up to $600 on one of those magnificent Tempur-Pedic mattress sets at our Veterans Day sale. Plus, we'll throw in a $300 gift with purchase. You want more? Okay. 72 months, no interest financing, and free delivery. Best service, best selection, best prices, best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. No one wants to go through life feeling lousy. I have been there myself. I had joint pain, a lot of brain fog, and I thought I had postpartum depression. I went into Red River Health and Wellness, and within weeks, I was feeling so much better. So if you're suffering from symptoms like fatigue, depression, weight gain, digestive problems, hair loss, or even headaches, Red River can help you. Most people don't know why they have a low thyroid to begin with. Research is showing that people suffering with low thyroid actually suffer from a lot bigger disorder called Hashimoto's disease. So people taking thyroid medicine may not feel much improvement because they're not getting to the root of the problem. Our patients come to us incredibly frustrated because their doctors have told them over and over that their blood tests are normal, but they keep feeling worse. So we find out what's causing the Hashimoto's and create a specific care plan for each patient. Give Red River Health and Wellness Chiropractic Physicians a call, 855-55-RIVER. Call today for an in-depth consultation, absolutely free. Call Red River today. This is Morgan Gubler with Cash Valley Bank. I know banks can seem like they're all the same. A lot of them seem faceless to me, too. That's why I've spent my whole career where I've spent my whole life, where I can put a face to every name that I serve. I've known most of my clients here in Washington County for a long time, and I enjoy getting to know those I don't know already. If you want a loan for your business, I won't just give you a phone number to call or a website to visit. Meet me in my office, or I'll go to you. To me, banking is a relationship business. I build relationships with my clients and learn how their businesses operate so that I'll know how to help. I couldn't be prouder to be spending my career with Cash Valley Bank, offering all our clients quality customer service. Mountains away. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. Copiersforsale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today, 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I'm going down this road feeling bad. I'm going down this road feeling bad, bad, bad. And I ain't going to be treated this way. I'm the old Woody Guthrie. 
love it. Uh, going down the road feeling bad. If you couldn't catch that in the title, that's, <laughs> that's the name of the song. And I had to play that because uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the 1920s for a moment. And um, this is so good. And I, I hope we can kind of all absorb what uh, was said in the 1920s. We were just, Uncle Milty and I were just talking about, because you were just about to make a comment. We were talking about the movies. Like maybe we don't go to the movies anymore just because they cannot keep their profits up with com- competing with Netflix and everything else. Yeah, and I'm just waiting until uh-huh. the price of a 180-inch <laughs> television gets cheap enough, and I'll never step foot in a movie the theater The whole wall? Yeah. You just want mm-hmm. an entire wall experience. Oh, it's coming if it's not already here. Um, you know, and we were talking a little bit about technology and about where we're headed, um, and sometimes it's nice to reflect a little bit, and so I think you'll enjoy this. There was a, a, a great article written by Jeff Minnick, and it was talking about the 1920s and how they would not trade places with us. You know, we always think that we're bigger and badder and better, yeah. right? We always think we're the smartest people in the room. Um, you know, each generation does, and our generation right now certainly does, because we like to look at everything through a lens of 2019 Apparently. as if we're so smart uh, that, we, that, that everything should be looked through that lens. It sure. shouldn't, but that's how they think, and that's how people right now think. But this was a great piece. It said it's January of, of 1920, mm-hmm. and we've just picked up our copy of the American Magazine at the newsstand. And we go back to our apartment, and uh, this guy says, you know, you pour yourself a glass of wine, chilled in the icebox, few people have refrigerators, and open the magazine, and we hear a streetcar pass below our window. And the Sullivan kids who live next door entertaining themselves by singing and playing the piano. Um, there, uh, there are as yet no radio stations, 1920, but otherwise evenings, quiet, perfect time for reading, begins we meet friends for a late supper. And he says he opens it up to page 24, the American magazine. And, he, and an article by Dr. Frank Crane says, how much do you know? <laughs> and so Dr. Crane writes this. Now get this. This is so interesting to me. Fascinating. Americans are supposed to be well-informed. Every one of us, listen to this statement, every one of us is running the United States. And to do that, a man has to, be, has to keep posted. And he gives us 16 sets of questions ranging from history to philosophy to literature to science. And he even includes a set of series on the Bible because he says, no matter what your religion, and no matter if, if you have no religion at all, you ought to be familiar with the Bible, if for no other reason than that it is the most widely read book in the world. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Don't you love that? Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is, uh, is Sid Says. It's a column. Sid Says. This is 1920 Magazine, the American Magazine. If you expect any miracles in 1920, you have got to perform them. Oh, my gosh, the entitled out there are going, wait, 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 what? What? You have to perform them. Uh, So he references God, alludes to the ravens and scriptures, and mentions Father Time, Caesar, and and Shakespeare, all in the space of about 500 words. Isn't that great? It is. I, I think it's. I think this is so. This is so cute, and it's. And uh, they skip over a short story, um, of that. That's that. Uh, he pauses to look at the drawing of men in tuxedos and the women in fancy dresses gathered at a restaurant, and uh, with amusement they read the part of the Ray Baker's "My Wild Ride with Youth in an Aeroplane." Aeroplane, mm-hmm. um, and, and and it goes on, and it says the salaries, right? It, yeah, but you know when you when it talks about the 
what he mentions, he says you you, you see uh, references to the scripture and mentioning mm-hmm. Father Time mm-hmm. and Caesar and Shakespeare. A lot of those things, you could mention those today and people wouldn't know what you're talking about. I know. Isn't that crazy? We're, you know, we have this ongoing hammering of fake news and news and, and all the stuff that we're handed. And when you know somebody has committed a crime, but they're walking and, and all this kind of nonsense. This is kind of interesting because this is before McDonald's. This is before Cinderella's coach. This is before everything. Well, it was before a lot of invention and a lot mm-hmm. of uh, a lot of modern things that we have today. Mm-hmm. But people were more educated then. Yeah, they really were. And they talked a lot more. They sat around and discussed things a lot they more. They read a lot more. If you go even back to our founding, they discussed principles. Yes. At large. I mean, this is what they did for fun. This is what they did. You know, uh, you know, the, people gathered. They didn't have radios and TVs. They gathered. Yep. We don't gather anymore. We're passively entertained now. The life uh, expectancy was 55 years old compared to today's 78. <laughs> You know, though, I've thought about this before, though. I've had this thought before. The age expectancy went up, right, to 78, um, and it was in the mid-50s before. What have we done with those extra years? What are we doing? You know, a lot of people retire. I get it. They want to golf. I understand why. I understand you want to break from the rat race, and I get it. But at the same time, I also think on the grand scale of things, what are we doing with our time down here? What are we doing? In 1920, mm-hmm. with the average life expectancy around 55 years of age, mm-hmm. you hadn't even thought about retiring. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And you were still concerned mm-hmm. with what legacy you were going to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It says, uh, our not-so-distant ancestors might envy our material advantages, you know, our, techno- our technology and our health care. Not our Obamacare, but our technology and health care. Yes. Our educational opportunities, except they don't realize, they, I don't think they would have realized how socialist and liberal we would have become in our right. universities. And our equality. Um, but by the way, though, I think we were getting there anyway. And I think that we started working on that as soon as the ink was dry. It's just not talked about. With the new Harriet Tubman movie... They're going to tout Harriet as the person behind the Underground Railroad, and she was not that person. Um, she came in the last 15 years. That had been going strong for 60 years, done by the white folks, actually, the Quakers, um, and those of religious uh, backgrounds were the ones that started the Underground Railroad. You know, this paragraph is really mm-hmm. interesting to me because the writer seems to have been making valid points all along Mm -hmm. but then he gets to this and he says our not so distant ancestors might Uh envy this right 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 but Mm -hmm. i don't know that they would yeah i don't think they would either and and educational opportunities and our equality yeah i mean i you know this is propaganda this is propaganda creeping into this Uh great article it is because when it was first looking at this and that's a great point i'm glad you made it because this is our problem is is we don't see how far the other way we've swung right and you know if you want to talk about technology or our understanding in healthcare, you know they did a lot of quirky things back in the 1600s for healthcare. okay i get that um but you know, when when we have turned to socialism so much so, 
I think that that this author actually failed to talk about that. In the very beginning, he's really talking about the differences between 1920 and now and what we absorbed in 1920 in print and what we do now. And so I get that. And I think it's wonderful. But it is it is without its ode to to uh, progressive um, liberalism and also socialism and how far we've come on that, which has been a sad, sad state of affairs. It's not really talked about. No. Have you ever seen the meme Mm -hmm. that says we used to think that uh, being uneducated was because of a lack of information? Mm hmm. But yet we've proven that wrong now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because the information is readily available for anyone now. Mm -hmm. And yet we seem more ignorant than ever of so many things. It seems like the more more we're given, the more blessed we are in some of these things, in technology or some of these things, it does make us more dependent. It does take away um, our, our, our abilities, I think, to actually engage with each other and to talk about principles and things like that. It's just not done anymore, um, which is really sad because like the Post said, hold on, caller, like, the Post, like this article said, every one of us is running the country. Do you feel like you're running the country? Uh-uh. No. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. Hi. People back then, they were working hard, you know. Mm-hmm. But right now, mm-hmm. how come there's no news coverage of Cuba or Venezuela or our wall or Mexico or what's That's happening true. with the violence in Europe? That's true. It's or a, Chile. It's all, mm-hmm. it's all in this direction. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You Thank know, you. Hong Kong doesn't mm-hmm. seem to make the news anymore. Nope. Nothing happening there. No, you're right. You're right. They're talking about a fake story at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, Everybody's eating it up. I know. I agree. I agree. Maybe we'll hit all those topics tomorrow. Um, Chili, there's a lot going on in the world right now that really needs to be talked about. He's got a great point. And we try to cover every week. You know, um, There's just so much to cover, you guys. That's what makes this so hard. There's so much. And sometimes I like to kind of drop into, let's look at the big picture. That's what this article in the beginning of this article reminded me of was the big picture. Was look at, look at how we talked about things then. Look at what we thought thought about look at how we entertained ourselves you know so different than what we have today you know on this page where this article is there's Mm -hmm. a mention of a another article and it says why uncomfortable books like to kill a mockingbird are precisely what kit the ones kids should be reading today Mm -hmm. and i got it made me think just then that you know even then when that book was written Mm -hmm. racism they're they're arguing against that book today because of the racist mm-hmm. overtones in it. Mm-hmm. But it was really about this man who stood against racism. Yes, it was. But that's, they, there's never an ode to that. They don't get it. I know. They really they don't. don't get it. No, you're exactly right on that one. Um, that is so true. And I, I think, you know, the, the nature of logic uh, has really taken a beating. When I look back at the 1920s, um, the reason, you know, with, with, with all the talking that went on, with the presumption that we were, in fact, in charge of our country, which we were, which we are supposed to be, um, all of the things that they talked about, they talked about in great detail and they really hammered out. We have lost that art. I think we've lost that art. I think uh, talk radio is probably the one last 
bastion of that where you actually talk about principles or you can talk about these things at large. But we're so used to passively being entertained. And I said this last week, but have you noticed now in your feed um, of Facebook even that it says how long it takes to read an article on average so that you'll you'll read it? Because why? Because not only do we not read books anymore, we won't even read articles unless they're under four minutes. How sad is that? Unless it's under four minutes, who are we? Are we an, are we a complete ADD you know um, uh, ADD nation? Are we are we that in a hurry? You can't even read a four and a half minute article, and that you prefer the four minute article. God forbid you should pick up a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the truth. I have a lot of books in my house, and I was talking about this with somebody over the weekend. Um, a lot of books, and that her parents were, were big readers. And that if you sat and talked to them, man, they were really up on subjects because they read and read and read and yeah. read. And we are losing that art. Our kids are not reading at all. Our kids are reading tweets and Facebook posts. Our kids are not. They're just not geared toward that. And I know I have to turn a mirror on myself, too. And and I'm, I'm hoping that my kids will want to read even more in the future. But, you know, if we want to solve these things, we have to start at such a basic level. Yeah. We really do. You know, I, yeah. Go ahead. I want to give just some kudos to my daughter-in-law. Yeah. That, because my grandchildren all read oh, a book a so week. Oh, so cool. Really? Yep. Oh, that's awesome. A book awesome. a week. They, they love to read. you got to be proud of that. Yeah. No, she works really hard at that. Mm-hmm. Reading is important in our family. Oh, and- I'm so glad. Oh, these kids will be so much better for it. Um, and, you know, when they're growing up, that's the time when you can have them do it. I was going to say make them, but that sounded harsh. <laughs> you know, if you, you can tell I'm a mom, huh? <laughs> if you introduce your children yeah. to reading in the proper way, they enjoy it. You yeah. don't have to make them yeah, do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But back, you know, back to what he said, we only have about a minute, but I thought that was so interesting. No matter what your religion or whether you have no religion at all. Okay. For you atheists out there, people that just don't want to have anything to do with it, anything, you ought to be familiar at least with the Bible. And I thought that was a great, uh, just a great statement. And they said, if for no other reason that it is the most widely read book in the world, and you can learn a lot from that book, you don't have to be a Christian to learn no. something from the tales in the Bible. You don't, uh, you can, you know, read it. Still. And even today, a hundred years later, mm-hmm. it's still the most widely read book. Isn't that amazing? Over and over again. And, uh, I can certainly attest to the power of that book. So, uh, um, you know, we leave you with that. Uh, make sure you turn in submissions for a view from the 80th floor or whatever floor you're on, because I truly want to hear from you. I truly want to hear from you. And I want to hear what your bits of wisdom are, what life lessons you've learned. And then I'll read those at the end of the show, at the end of the week, the last 10 minutes of of the Friday show. And I'll read them on the air to a worldwide audience and uh, with your name or pen name or whatever. Keep it under uh, four paragraphs, five at the most, and uh, send them to Kate at katedallyradio.com. Thank you, Uncle Milty. You're welcome, See you back here tomorrow. We'll talk a little global politics like the caller said tomorrow too there is a lot going on in Chile everywhere we need to talk about it so we'll talk about that tomorrow and uh, everybody have a great one tonight go enjoy your families go talk go talk go read go talk you know all those good things Uh, be faithful be fearless see you tomorrow Can you confidently answer the question, was Jesus a socialist? 
Join us on Saturday morning, December 14th at Liberty Hall to hear the clear and insightful reply from one of today's leading champions for liberty, Lawrence W. Reed, author of Was Jesus a Socialist? Loving Liberty Incorporated is honored to present Dr. Reed for this kickoff event of Liberty Hall Lectures, Saturday, December 14th, 10 o'clock in the morning. It's free and it's timely. No registration is necessary, but seating is limited. Come early. Also, just in time for Christmas, buy 10 or more copies of the 5,000-year leap for just $2.50 each. Just in time for holiday giving. Single copy price is normally $10. Can't join us in person? Tune in to the Loving Liberty Radio Network and hear Dr. Reed live Tuesday afternoons during the Read Hour and by podcast at LovingLiberty.net or on your mobile phone app. Was Jesus a Socialist? Find out at the Liberty Hall Lectures, December 14th. Go to LovingLiberty.net for details.